Hello, and welcome to the Convos with Kayla podcast. This podcast is for anyone who desires to have a fresh and deeper relationship with Jesus. I will be sharing what God has been teaching me lately, while also featuring guests on the show and then sharing fun stories at the end of each episode. This is a relaxed place to feel like you're having a cup of coffee or tea and just talking about Christian lifestyle with vulnerability, challenging ourselves on our beliefs and actions as believers of Jesus, growing deeper in scripture, sharing testimonies of God's faithfulness, and exploring how we can grow deeper in love with God. Make sure to subscribe, share with your friends, and enjoy the episode. Hello, hello, hello. Hope you all are doing amazing. I'm so excited to be back recording technically the first episode of Convos with Kayla. This is great. I'm super pumped. I've also had coffee. It's my third cup of coffee today, so we'll see how this goes. Um, But technically, this is the first episode, and uh, last week it was the intro. So I'm super stoked to be here for episode one, and we are going to be talking about having joy and gratitude in hard circumstances. Oh man, isn't that a hard one? Um, I put a little poll on my Instagram and asked if you guys had anything you wanted me to talk about or anyone you'd like to hear on the podcast. So one of my friends, shout out to you, you know who you are, she suggested that I talk about this. And so I'm super excited to be diving into this a little subject. But first off, I just wanted to say thank you so much for the amazing response on the first episode two weeks ago. I'm just super grateful to be surrounded by such amazing people who are there supporting me, cheering me on, and encouraging me. And I'm just truly, I'm so grateful and I cannot say thank you enough. So thank you for listening to that last episode. Thank you for the messages. I just, oh, my heart was truly blessed. So thank you. If this is your first time listening though, welcome. My name is Kayla. This is the Convos with Kayla podcast. And I like coffee and candles and Jesus. So there you go. (laughs) And rainstorms. Ooh, I love rainstorms and poppies and tea. Okay. Anyway, um, and I kind of just wanted to jump into it, I guess. So the second thing, first off, well, second off, I wanted to say (laughs) is that I just, I needed to put this out there that my intention for this episode and for future episodes is not to seem condemning or to make it seem that I have it all together and you're just a hot mess. Like that is not my intention at all. I mean, to be honest, we all probably have felt condemned here or there by maybe a parent, a sibling, a friend, a pastor, whoever it may be, we all have gone through that. And I don't want to be that type person. So if you ever have felt like I just said something the wrong way, or I was too harsh, or you really did feel like I was pointing fingers, please come talk to me or message me because that is not my heart behind this. So I just need to throw that out there. And to be honest, with trials, when they come, sometimes, at least for myself, and I I feel like most people are probably this way, that when we go through trials, we really just don't feel like reading the word. Okay, let's be real. Like, we're not all going to be like the Instagram people. I'm going through a trial and I'm just reading the word right now. Like, that, it doesn't always happen. Like, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. And so I just, I truly just don't want this to be like, Well, you don't have joy because you're not spending time with God, and I am. So I have joy through my trial. Like, (laughs) I don't want to seem like that type person. Um, 
I have found that these things that I'm about to share have helped me to find joy through trials, but we are completely two different people here. And so I just, I really, really wanted to state that so that there was nothing, you know, no hurt feelings, like nothing behind the scenes. Um, so kind of jumping into the episode, here we go. I just want to say I'm so grateful for all that God has done in my life. Truly, truly, I'm so grateful. But that definitely does not mean that there has not been trials and hardships. Now, I feel like every year has brought its own (laughs) kind of trial. Isn't that the case for all of us? But I feel like especially this year, we had COVID. Obviously, we still do. Um, I also resigned from my job that I've had for about a year in March. And um, I didn't have a job for many months until August this month. (laughs) And plans got canceled. I had a lot of trips that got canceled. But on top of that, the biggest hurdle for this year has been I almost lost my mom. And that was in June. One day she's alive. The next day she's in the hospital. And you hear multiple times from doctors and nurses that it's a miracle she's alive. That was a really hard time in my life. And that just happened two months ago. If I'm being truly honest, the first two weeks of my mom being in the hospital and even when she came home, I was truly peaceful. And I'm not just saying that to seem like I was okay. I got this. No, I truly was. And it was a weird feeling, to be honest. I was like, why am I feeling this way? (laughs) Because I'm not this type of person. But I just I felt like God was just letting me know, like, Kayla, I have this in control. You just need to trust me. And so I had this peace. But after that two-week mark is when I truly started going downhill. I I just, I realized my life had almost changed two weeks ago. I was stressed. I was overwhelmed. I was angry. I was so angry. I was bitter and I was snapping at my family. Like my family knew whenever Kayla's in the kitchen, go to a different room. That's it. <laughs> And just to clarify, when I say I was angry, I don't mean I was angry at God. I don't think it's right to be angry at God. I was angry, though, at life and how life was at that moment. In the past years, when I have gone through hard times, I have questioned if God was there, but this time I knew he was there. I was just questioning, what in the world are you doing and why are you allowing my family to walk through this? He's given me three things lately and pretty much in my whole life, to do when I start having these questions or these feelings such as anger, depression, such, you know, so on, so on. So the first thing I wanted to share was a thing that God impressed on my heart a few weeks ago before my mom almost passed away. So it's crazy that it was before this. And that is to write at least three things I was grateful for each day. It was hard after two weeks of my mom being in the hospital, but I just had to keep going with it. So though it can be hard, I think it's rather healthy to look for God's gifts to us every day. Charles Swindle says, I'm convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. So that's one thing that I try to do when I am going through trials is to try to change my attitude, to focus on the goodness of God instead of my problems, and to be grateful instead of complaining. And let me tell you, writing down three things every night or every morning, I realize, okay, 
why am I complaining? Like, I'm still so blessed. So it kind of just switches my attitude around, which is a good thing. When I live each day with gratitude and put my joy in the Lord, regardless of my circumstances, I find that I have a harvest of blessings around me in a basket full of gems that my Heavenly Father has given uniquely to me, to you, to your neighbor, <laughs> to all of us. John 1.16 says, From his abundance we have all received one gracious blessing after another. So through God's heart, he has given us so much to be grateful for. And that's for anything that you're going through and anyone. It could be the worst of the worst. You could be living in poverty and he still has given you something. So I think that's just such a, a game changer. It truly switches your mentality on things. The next thing I do is picturing something in my head, which I will share. <laughs> in March, I was going through some depression and anxiety. And one night I felt extremely dark and that's when the Lord just came and met me and gave me this picture. I was in a sailboat in an awful storm. Everything was dark around me and I was afraid I was going to sink or drift off to some unknown island. But then I realized I wasn't actually going anywhere. I had an anchor and that anchor was keeping me steady. I was secure and unbreakable. Hebrews 6:19 says that hope is an anchor for our soul. So if we place our hope in Christ, we can trust wholeheartedly that our anchor will hold. Christ is our anchor. Without hope in our joy in the Lord, we are confined to our natural human limitations. Because of Christ, we have every reason to hope, to have joy, to believe, and to live every day with purpose. So I just, I really want to focus on that, that we can be confined to our natural human limitations and we can try to find happiness in each day, but we need to realize that that can't come from anything else other than Christ. Like he's the one that goes beyond our human limitations. He goes even beyond happiness. Like he gives us joy and he is the reason we have hope and we have joy and we can live every day. And so, um, yeah, I don't know, just having that picture of that anchor inside of my head really helps me to think like, okay, right now I feel like I'm going through a big storm again and I feel lost. I truly felt lost two weeks ago, but just realizing that, okay, even though I feel dark and I feel lost and I feel hopeless, I have hope. And that is my anchor. And that is Jesus. So it's just a really cool reminder to me and a really cool picture that God has given me to have in my head. And the last thing that really has helped me to have joy is the Lord himself. Now you may think, okay, that was cheesy, Kayla. We all know that. But truly, do we know that? Do we think, I'm going through hardship right now, or I almost broke down in the grocery store, or I just snapped at my coworker. Where did that come from? Do we truly turn to the word and start reading and start putting our security in God? I know I'm guilty of not doing that sometimes. I tend to go to my phone when I'm going through hard times, or I may try to call a friend, which is not bad. I'm just saying we turn to these distractions to try to numb our pain but we need to be turning to the Lord himself. 
One of my favorite verses for life, and it's actually on my wall in my room, uh, but especially through trials, is Nehemiah 8.10, which says, The joy of the Lord is my strength. The umbrella in the rainstorm is my king. The anchor in the thunderstorm is my king. When I'm feeling the anger like I was a few weeks ago or the anxiety and doubt that I was feeling a few months ago, I know that I need to turn to my king. My relationship with him and his strength in me is what truly pushes me through hard times. And that is what gives me joy, unspeakable joy, the joy that I feel like I can go outside and dance even if my neighbors are watching me, which by the way has happened multiple times. But I just know that my joy is it's truly in him. So I know when I'm feeling these feelings and it's really dragging me down, it's time to press into the Lord and really press into the Lord. So what I do, um, if any of you all were wondering, which I don't know if you are, but in case you are, I usually go to my room. I light a candle. I grab some tea, you know, just try to get the atmosphere to be cozy and calm. Then I write to my journal. I read the word. I sing some worship songs and then I pray which usually turns into tears, which usually turns into being led to the word again, which finally leads (laughs) to feeling refreshed with my cup overflowing. And I'm going to be honest here, that may happen and I feel great, but then sometimes in the next few hours or even the next day, I'm down in the dumps again. So I'm not saying this is like a magical solution. I mean, yeah, so I'm not saying that, but I am saying that, you know, it does help. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say here. Um, And so, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I can go back into the dumps, but I do try to pick a verse for that week if I do sense that, okay, I'm going back and forth between, okay, I'm spending time with the Lord. I feel like my cup is overflowing. And then I'm back into, ah, I just feel like I need to scream at everyone. I know that I need to pick a verse for that week for me to really meditate on it, pray it through the week, journal about it, and just truly lean upon the Lord and press into him even more. Because what I've noticed is when we do go through trials, that's the time that the enemy is truly like a roaring lion. He's taking advantage of it because he knows your guard is down. He knows that okay, you're probably stressed right now, so I'm going to put some lies in your head or I'm going to give you another difficult thing, you know? So he really just tends to take advantage of those moments. And so that's that reminder that, okay, because my guard is really down right now, I really need to build it even more up during this hard time because that's what's going to get me through is Jesus. So I don't know, these are some things that truly have helped. Another thing is going on a walk, you know, just being out in nature. That's truly helped sometimes too, trying to find joy in the birds singing or the rainbow above or even the thunder clouds that are coming in, just seeing God's beautiful creation. Uh, One day I was watching a teaching video that said, true joy is not manipulated by our circumstances like happiness which is dependent upon positive circumstances. Even in the midst of a storm, joy is there, strongly anchoring us to the word of God. We are instructed by God to cast all of our cares upon him. And so there's just that reminder again that joy is in the Lord and he is the anchor. And also part of that anchor is the word of God.
So even when I don't feel joyful or I feel lost, I turn to his words. In Habakkuk, that's such a hard Bible book to pronounce, just saying. <laughs> Being real here. Um, so in that book, 3, 18 through 19, it says that I will rejoice in the Lord. And then it says the Lord is my salvation. And then it says he makes my feet like hinds feet on the mountains. And in Psalm 16, 11, it says that his presence, there is fullness of joy. This verse and ones that I have already shared on this episode, just they tell us that our joy is only in the Lord and he is our strength. So if you think about it, like all of this kind of goes in a circle is, okay, when I'm down, I need to return back to God. You know, I need to set my mind on him. And I need to return to his word and I need to just truly spend time with him. And then that's where my cup gets filled up and he becomes my strength. And then from that place, he becomes my joy. And with this joy and this strength, I'm able to climb these tall mountains like deer, you know, like with hind's feet. So I'm able to push through this trial and push through this storm because I have God's strength and his joy inside of me. So I just, I think that's pretty cool how they all kind of work together hand in hand. I do want to state though, really fast, that it is truly healthy, in my opinion, to recognize your emotions, to know that you're human and emotions are so good. It's good to have emotions and it's not good to numb this, these emotions or even to stuff them, that's not good. Um, so if you're angry, be angry. If you need to cry, cry. If you need to go in the middle of a forest to scream, then go and scream. God has given us emotions for a reason, but I don't think it's healthy or what God t- intended for us to do, and that is to stuff them. Or on the flip side, I don't think he wants us living in these places of anger, depression, anxiety, etc. Um, I do believe he wants us to go through these emotions, but then kind of question ourselves and say, hey, what are you going to do about this problem after you've sit on it for a bit? And that answer to that question is totally up to you. For me, I try to make sure, okay, I've let my emotions out, or I've talked to this person, or I've talked to God, and I truly just cried the whole time. Now, what am I going to do to move forward? Because you don't want to be stuck in that place forever. And a great reminder to me is in John 16, 33, which Jesus says, here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. And I think that is such a great encouragement, a great reminder to know that no matter what we go through, Truly, no matter what we go through, God is here and he has overcome the world. Jesus has overcome the world. He's already overcome the trial that we are walking through right now. And even though it seems so hopeless, so scary, so dark, and just you feel like you may never get out of this tunnel or this pit, we know that he is stronger than anything and he's going to get us out of here and he's giving us his joy. And so I just, for me to have joy, even if I don't feel like going to God's word, I just, I tried to push on through to read God's word and then to just focus on fun childish things. You know, if it's raining outside, 
go outside, dance in the rain, sing in the rain, you know, go for a car ride, blast your favorite song, and just jam, you know, just jam out to the music. If you see a puppy, go pet that puppy. Like, just focus on things that just like, yeah, turn your, your, frown upside down, you know, and and give you a smile and um, just, you know, push through the trial. And so I just want to encourage each one of you that you can do this, that you will get through whatever you're going through right now. And you have the joy of the Lord and it is your strength. So that's all I have for today. I'm so grateful that you all are back, that you're listening. At least I hope there's someone listening, but you know what? I could just be here talking to myself. Um, <laughs> let's hope that's not the case. Um, but I am truly grateful that you all have come back and um, that you're here and we were just able to hang out for a little bit. So um, next week, I will try to make more time for the That's the Tea segment. I will say though, uh, today, I wanted to share my favorite Dutch Bros drink, which if you don't know what Dutch Brothers is, it is a coffee shop and it's so much better than Starbucks. Just saying. Um, they don't burn their beans like Starbucks. So there's that. But uh, yeah, so I just I thought something random for my Colorado friends who live here. If you want to go to Dutch Bros and try this. So I have two things. The first thing is a green tea with honey drizzle and lavender in it. The second thing is this thing called Christmas morning and it's a chai tea with uh, cinnamon and nutmeg in it. Or if you're feeling really, really good, there's this thing. It's the, um, what is it? The white chocolate mocha, I believe. That's super good too. So I don't know. I just, I felt like saying for that's the tea to suggest coffee and tea orders for you all if you want to try Dutch Bros. So anyway, <laughs> I know that's random, but I hope you all are doing well. And I do want to say really, really fast too, because there were some people who messaged me about it. I'm going to be posting every other week uh, for podcast episodes. I do have a job now, praise the Lord. And um, I'm just, I'm enjoying life. And so I just don't want to be focusing on this all the time. I hope that doesn't sound bad, but yes, I'm just, I'm trying to balance things that, yeah, that's a good way to put it. I'm trying to balance things and trying to be an adult here. I'm trying. That's the key word. So, uh, every other week. So I will see you all in two weeks. Have a blessed day or a blessed evening. Make sure to put your joy in the Lord for he is your strength and know that you got this. I believe in you. God believes in you and you're a champ. So I love you all and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.